With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bounds Show is from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Oh, Tom Luganville on the Patron Tequila Guest Line. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, made with 100% blue agave, number one selling tequila in the world, right here on the Out of Bounds Show. You can watch the show right now on YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports, and Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, joins us. Um, all right, Tom Luganville, was, we were talking about tailgating in the, uh, in the last segment and you've been doing this for so long as a coach, it was a player coach and, uh, analyst and, you know, color analyst, sideline analyst. Have you ever tailgated at a college football game? Um, that is a really good question. And to my memory, I would probably just say off the top of my head, no. I've never tried to think. I don't think I have. That's a really good question, Bo. And I should have. Like, I know I've been a part of tailgates as a kid. Right. Like, when, when my, with my dad's teams, whether it's Arizona State or San Diego State. And, you know, over in NFL Europe, you see all those people get all excited. Um but no, I don't know if I've actually ever participated in one. Well, how sad is that? Well, I, you know, I, I I thought about that about ten minutes ago. I said I don't think Tom Luganville's ever tailgated at a game because he's always playing or coaching or working. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've done it. So I've tailgated 
in Oxford in the Grove, the Junction, Junction Start Bowl, uh, Tuscaloosa, Baton Rouge, uh, Penn State, Ohio State game. We had some Penn State guys invite us up to that, and we that's a totally different tailgate than down in the SEC. And Auburn, maybe a couple other areas, but I, th- I thought, you know, yeah. think about it. You've never had a cold beer and, like, a rack of ribs at an SEC tailgate. Right. No, never. Not one time. Unbelievable. Well. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It really is now that I think now about it. you got it. me all depressed. I was feeling good. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I come on, I didn't realize I was on such a highfalutin show with <laughs> the number one tequila in the world <laughs> taking care of business. And now you just remind me that I haven't experienced one of the greatest joys in life. <laughs> well, we've done some serious tailgating over the years. We kind of got it good. We're in sports broadcasting and sports marketing, but we don't have to work on the weekends. So it's it's not a bad yeah. It's not a bad deal. Now, do we entertain clients? Do things like that? Sure, but but different deal from yeah. all the prep and things that you and your your crew, your colleagues do as far as bebopping all over the country and and doing all the meetings and stuff. But well, uh, let me ask you this, Bo, real quick. Okay. So with technology now. Like, you can pretty much pack up and do your show on the road anywhere now, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. So, my daughter started at Mississippi State last August, and Wendy and I started going up to Startville on Thursday nights, and I would just do the show from Startville on Friday. And as you know, the equipment is small and cool, and, you know, the engineers wire it up, and I just punch two buttons, and I'm in. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. There's going to be more of that for, for Bo Bounds' world because my next one's – I'm going back-to-back, back, Luke's. My next one, my youngest, is a senior in high school, and he'll be in college in August. So there's going to be some longer beach weekends and football weekends oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. I hear you, brother. So, um, all right, I, I wanted to ask you this, too. Yesterday we got on a big keto CrossFit thing. Do you, have yeah. you ever done keto or something like that diet? And do you do CrossFit? No, so I've done the Atkins stuff, and I'm not I'm not a big sweet tooth. I'm not a big sugary guy. Yeah. Um, my problem is in season discipline versus out of season discipline. Ah. Like you get me into the month of February, and from February to August, I'll get after it on the workout team. But when I get into football season, I get so dialed in and I get so consumed with where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be there, what I've got to prepare for, radio, TV, travel, hotels, rental cars, that I do not do as good a job of taking care of myself as I should. But right in about three days from now is when I will start the – the, the Tommy Luganbill workout train. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, I, and I don't go like, like I don't cut out alcohol or do this and that, but like, I don't, I really don't do sugar. Um, I, I try to avoid breads and pastas, but I, I will, I will be far more into working out. Now I did about 15 years ago. Do you remember the whole P90X fad? Yes. So I did that. And let me tell you something. I did that. Because so much of that thing is diet. It's not just the workout, it's diet. I did probably 
70% of what they said to do to get maximum results. And I still got huge results. Wow. Huge. So that actually worked for me pretty good. And then CrossFit came along. I'm not that, let me tell you something. If you're going to be a CrossFit person, you might as well just be on scholarship. Because it's grueling. Yeah. You don't want to do it, but somebody's making you do it, right? Yeah. That's everybody always says, my, my son's always like, why are you skipping leg day? I said, I'm not skipping leg day. I said, leg day stopped when I went off scholarship. <laughs> I love, That's how, when leg day stopped. How, all right, now that you're getting into your workout routine, uh, and this interview is brought to you by Fondren Fitness and Fondren. Uh, Luke, how many days a week do you lift? How many days a week do you, like, walk or something? How, how does that work? My cardio will consist of light walking, but probably four days a week of bands, tubes, and body resistance. I can do it all at my home. Okay. Yeah. That's strong. That's good. All right. Um, so here's what I'm, I'm going to do for you. I'm going to take a picture of myself in, like, May, and I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to say this is what's transpired between February and May. And you would not have wanted to see what November looked like. Dude, I just went to the, what was the Outback Bowl. It's the Rely Quest Bowl. I just flew down to Tampa yeah. to watch the dogs in Illinois. And I ate like hell. And I don't do that. But, but I mean, <laughs> I went to Burn Steakhouse one night. I went to Malio's Steakhouse the next night. And uh, a friend of mine was kind enough to invite me in a suite. And I smashed a bunch of food on game day. I mean, <laughs> you can't do it's virtually impossible when you're Dude, on the road. It catches up with you, and you've got, you know, you got catering at the production truck. Yeah. You, go out, you have a crew meal on a Thursday when you arrive. Try to have a nice dinner and settle in on Friday night. And, you know, you get the little vino, a little burb, and the next thing you know, you got a, some steak and some veggies. It starts adding up, man. I know. Look, I don't ever eat in the press boxes because usually I'm tailgating. And. I walked up to Raymond James. I know you've been there many a times to the Buccaneer yeah. Stadium, and the spread that they had before the game was big time. So I fixed yeah. myself a plate. You know, <laughs> and, why not? Yeah, and then I went in the suite and got a Tito's and club soda. But all right, so let's uh, let's go to uh, first of all, we had two awesome games, Tom Luganville, over the weekend. And I think we need to embrace that because we like to complain and so on when we don't get the good semifinal games. Well, and, we'd only had one. Until then, we'd only had one. It was Oklahoma, Georgia. Yeah. Well, and so, you know, Michigan TCU was a lot of fun. And Ohio State and Georgia was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, kudos to all four teams. And I, I thought, well, how about this? Out of the two games, was there one big takeaway for Tom Luganbill coming out of the national semifinal games, going into the national championship game Monday night in LA. Yeah. If you're a team with better talent and better depth, don't give TCU opportunities. And that's exactly what Michigan did. Yeah. Michigan helped TCU, right? And then TCU was savvy enough to take it and run with it and capitalize on it. You've heard me say this a hundred times, man. I mean, if, if you're outmanned and somebody's got better talent than you do, you need them to help you. That's just part of the deal. You need to, them to do something uncharacteristic to their nature. And then when they do, you have to capitalize on it. And I thought that the Michigan TCU game was a prime example of that, particularly in the first half. Talk about 
how bad Michigan was as far as red zone efficiency on offense, oh, and you just can't brutal. do that. You can't, and, and I, I'll say this. I think I might have said this to you last week or the week before. TCU has better players than people think they do, and I think they had better players than Michigan thought they did. They ran better. They were faster, and I think they surprised Michigan a little bit, um, and Michigan got flustered. They didn't seem like they were in rhythm. They were in sync. And, you know, red zone offense now, I mean, that's, that's what college football has become. You look at, look at all the statistical data now where you'll see a team, oh, well, this team's averaging 515 yards uh, per game on offense, or this defense is allowing 493 yards per game uh, on defense. But the team that on offense has 515 yards of total offense is 7-5, and five, and the team that has 493 yards that they've given up on defense is 10-2. and two. Right. Well, why is that? Because the game is played now between the 20 and the 20. People are going to go up and down the field on each other, bing, bang, boom, up and down. I mean, it's, just, it's like following the tennis ball. But how you perform in the red area is what is defining college football now more than ever before. The field becomes a de- condensed. You have less real estate that you have to defend. Right. And now also you have analytics, right? Because coaches are now more prone. If it's fourth and four, fourth and three, fourth and two, they're going to go for it. They're not going to kick the field goal. And so it's just interesting how all of the stats that always seem to have something to do with yards don't really mean anything anymore. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. When, when you look at Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, he joins us on the Out of Bounds show. The 
Georgia is playing 2011 Alabama football and mm-hmm. playing it maybe better than Bama was during that 9, 10, 11, where they just absolutely yeah. physically dominated you. Um, talk about what Kirby and and Monken and Scott Cochran and all these dudes are doing. Because um, it looks like to me they're playing Bama football from 10 years ago, and I'm not sure we thought that could happen. Well, they're doing it, but they're doing it with a much better athlete at quarterback, right? A better athlete than Greg McElroy, a better athlete than A.J. McCarron. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that's that's the other component to this. It probably gets hidden or gets glossed over a little bit is Stetson Bennett athletically is is way, way, way above average. He can get you out of trouble. He can extend plays. He can throw off platform. He can, you know, he can do all of these different types of things that maybe some of those quarterbacks at Alabama weren't overly capable of doing. And, you know, I – it's interesting. We were on College Football Live earlier this week on, on on Wednesday night, and we were we were kind of discussing why why do people keep referring to Stetson Bennett as a, as a walk on? Why isn't he thought of amongst the greats and things of that nature? And my response was, well, first and foremost, wasn't he just invited to New York for the Heisman Trophy? So obviously, he's being thought of as amongst the greats amongst some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day. For as good a personnel as Georgia has, Stetson Bennett still has to do his job so they can do their job, right? I mean, he he still has to make uh, an assessment pre-snap. He has to make a progression post-snap. He has to come up with a positive result, all right? All of that stuff happens with him. So we, 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 we do need to start giving him credit as a player for being a little bit more dynamic and maybe um, carrying a little bit more of the load than people have been willing to give him to this point because he's so he's a victim of his history. He's a victim of being a That's... walk-on and then going to the junior college level and then coming back as a walk-on and then having to beat out JT Daniels and beat out Brock Grandervith, whoever it is. He's a, he's a victim of his own path, and that's unfortunate. Okay, can you describe the difference between the Alabama signing class and the Georgia signing class this year? Uh, an eyelash. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, no, I don't even think that's so much the question. The question is, if the class Alabama signed was signed by anybody else, would it be considered on paper to be the greatest class ever? And I think the, the answer is yes. But because Alabama signed it, and there's such an expectation, nobody looks at it that way. I mean, you're looking at, Bo, you're looking about at a class that has the number one and number two running back, the number one defensive end, the number two offensive tackle, the number one Juco receiver, the number one or two Juco offensive tackle, the number um, four and five quarterback, I think I mentioned that, and 14 players in the class that rank at the top five of their position nationally. Now, what if that class was signed by LSU? Mm-hmm. Or that class was signed by Florida or Miami or USC? We would be lauding it just like we did the Texas A&M class last year in 2022. But because it's Alabama, it, and that's how spoiled fans have become. That's how, that's how much they, 
maybe I don't want to say don't appreciate it, but there's a lack of appreciation. No, I see where you're going for the sustainability. Yeah. of how hard this is to do. No, that I think you're onto something there. Tom Luganville heads up recruiting for ESPN, National College Football Analyst on the Out of Bounds Show. Is it is it the best class ever? It's a good question. Um, when so you do realize the meltdown that's going to happen in Tuscaloosa on Monday night in Birmingham and, and Mobile and so on, Huntsville, if and when Georgia wins their second championship, but also back-to-back with someone that spent uh, almost a decade in Tuscaloosa, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you can have as much backlash as you want, but the, the lesson to be learned is you're, you, if you go undefeated, you're in. If you lose once, you're likely in. If you lose twice, you're out, period. And let's not forget, and I had Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. That team's a really good football team. I don't think anybody in the college football playoff would want to play it. I really don't. But at the same time, that team is two plays away from being undefeated. They're also about four plays away from being eight and four. And so, you know, you look at the back end of the A&M game, the back end of the Arkansas game, what they had to do to win that game, winning the old Miss game, um, the Texas game to start the season, people forget that that was also a team that was, you know, they had their fair share of deficiencies and they were sloppy. They were the most heavily penalized team Nick Saban had ever had. Um, They were not disciplined. Um, And I understand that if you look at them from a player perspective, do they match up better with Georgia than TCU? Absolutely they do. But they didn't do the things that you need to do to get in. Yeah. You expecting a blowout? Probably, yeah. 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 I, I think uh I think the run's over, tip of the cap to Sonny Dykes, his coaches, his players. But uh I think I think I think Georgia's gonna dominate. Line's twelve and a half. Um Tom yeah. Luganville on the out of bounds show. I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than that. Late. You know, it could get it could get dicey there. Especially if they if boy. If that if that front gets to Duggan, oof, eesh. All right, um, let's okay. switch to the Under Armour All American Game. Isaac Smith, uh-huh. Isaac Smith was just named. Uh, he signed with Mississippi State. He's out of Mississippi. You've already talked about him on the show a couple of times. He was just named yeah. the Gatorade Player of the Year. Uh, yeah. Would you talk about what you saw from Isaac Smith at the Under Armour All American Game? Yeah, just just a, a great week of preparation, a great week of doing what he's supposed to do, when he's supposed to do it, being where he's supposed to be, when he's supposed to be there. And and that's really what this week is all about. You know, whether it's Isaac, um, whether it's any player, the, the game is fluff, right? But the week is structured to put these kids in a position to have to be accountable, and I think that that's the most important thing that we do down there in the sense that we give them a very, very clearly defined schedule, and then we treat them like men until they decide they don't want to act like one. And when you're, <laughs> when you're you know, late for treatment or you're late for a meal or you're late to get on the bus to go to Disney World or you're late for a meeting, all right, then we all get on the on – the, uh, in the meeting at the end of the day, we say, okay, let's, let's run down the roster. Who was a problem? Who wasn't a problem? Do we have an attitude issue? Do we have a body language issue? Do we have a guy who's not coachable? Do we have a guy that's continually late to meetings? 
what, who are we concerned about, right? And that's why, at the, and I tell people this all the time, and, and, and our, rec, our rankings will reflect this, and, and fans will go nuts because they don't know some of the things that we know. So how do you have this guy ranked here, here, and here? Well, maybe, just maybe, I know something that you don't know. Right. And generally, those things that have nothing to do with talent are what prevent a player from maximizing his potential and becoming who everybody's expecting him to become. Now, some can grow out of it. Some do not. Some it is just ingrained in them. There's others that the light goes on. They say, boy, I really screwed that up. I'm not going to let that happen again. Um, and, and that's the, the, the evaluation of that week. And it's only one week, but it's amazing the amount of information. And, again, we've seen so many of these kids at a, an Elite 11 camp, on an Under Armour camp, sure. an Adidas camp. We see them all throughout, you know, since they were sophomores in high school. But you start to see patterns. You start to see routines. Um, and, and the reason why I bring all that up is because we never had any type of situation like that with Isaac. Um, which is which is neat. I mean, that's 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 good to have, good to hear. And um, but it is funny when I when I when I watch these kids and we could line them all up against the wall, though, at the end of the week, and I could, for the most part, go, that guy's going to make it. That guy's not going to make it. That guy definitely is going to make it. This guy has a chance, but he's going to have to clean some things up. Mm-hmm. That guy's going to make it. That guy has no chance to make it. <laughs> and for the most part, you know fairly being accurate you know we're not gonna be 100 percent right all the time on them it's impossible to do but because you 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 have to account for maturity and growing up and the light going on and and then that's going to come that's where the player development comes in right that's where when you get them what is your influence on them can you get them to conform to do things the way that you do within your institution within your program and there will be some that won't and there'll be some that will and then you and that's what mario cristobal is doing right now at miami He's making he's making that environment so difficult that the kids that don't want to be there will walk out the door, and that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. So the ones that are left over are the ones that get it. Yeah. Okay. And let's go to Aiden. And and he's got too many lines in the den. He he hired too many ex head coaches. But um, uh, Suntareen Perkins and Aiden Williams. So Isaac's going yeah. to Mississippi State. The other two are going to Ole Miss. What'd you see from those two? I got about a minute and a half, Luke's. Yeah, uh, both really, really good players. I think uh, Williams is maybe not as quite college-ready. Suntreen Perkins could play multiple positions. I think he could be an outside linebacker. I think he could end up being a strong safety. I also think he could be an outside receiver or like a movement H-back. He's just so big and physical and fast. I don't – we play him at linebacker. I don't know – it'll be interesting to see what they do with him because he can play multiple roles. That's cool. Okay, so Luganbill was impressed with all three. Um, yeah. Isaac Smith, Sunturine Perkins, and Aiden Williams, but really thinks uh, Isaac and Sunturine could be ready to go sooner than later um, on the field. Tom Luganbill, thank you, buddy. We'll talk soon. Appreciate you. Take care. Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN, has not done the keto diet. He joined us on the Patron Tequila guest line. Uh, If you're looking for super premium, 100% blue agave tequila, Patron Reposado, Patron Añejo, and Patron Extra Añejo, you can find it at Briarwood Wine and Spirits or the wine and spirit store that you go to. Chad Bumpus at 930, wide receivers coach, Hell State.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.